T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Yes, that's right. Brian Mazeroski, Joe Beamer here on WBEN with you on a pretty nice Wednesday morning, first day of winter today. First day of uh, winter winter. Then there's meteorological winter. Oh, I thought that's what today was. And there's Brianological winter. Brianological winter started December 1st, and it runs through March 1st. Okay. Because, you know, that just seems right. Yeah. Spring, March through... Mid-June. See, I don't put a date on it. It's, oh, you know what? Today feels like winter, day one. It's a date. It's a date. Summer, mid-June through 1st of September. And then fall goes to uh, from 1st of September to 1st of December. Boom. Those are my three seasons. Yeah. I don't like to put a date on weather. You could just... You you can never predict. Boom, boom, boom. That's that's what the... You don't like to put a date on weather, but you you put up Christmas decorations that, you know... Yeah, exactly. But you're putting a date on a season that way. I'm putting a date on the Christmas season. Yeah, I'm putting a date on the summer season. But, you know, some years, some years it's in fall. Some years it's in Joe Beamer's winter. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, if you missed earlier this morning our conversation with Crystal People Stokes, um, good stuff in there. Check it out on demand uh, in the podcast tab, WBEN.com. They're advocating for a pay raise. It would be a pretty big one over in Albany. Uh, we asked her about that. Why uh, do legislators deserve a pay raise? They're already making $110,000 a year. Apparently, that's not enough to survive in some areas of the state. Pretty much one area of the state. How much more expensive is New York City than New Jersey? In New Jersey, they make $49,000, yeah. uh, the state lawmakers there. So we need three times as much. That seems like... Kind of outrageous, but, you know, we'll take her word for it. I, You might be asking, like, that's not even my biggest thing. I would be asking uh, why lawmakers deserve a pay raise on the heels of two straight years of doing nothing while they gave all the responsibilities to the governor. Yeah. Um, that would be kind of my angle on that of, you know, why now? For the pay raise. But we did also get the answer. It's because uh, they're going to have to change over their homes from their gas powered <laughs> furnace to uh, all electric heating system. That'll cost uh, on the on the cheap end, the conservative estimate, maybe like ten thousand dollars to switch over your home. Um, and and uh, she said she wants to do that. And well, now you're going to be able to because they're looking to raise their pay 30 uh, percent. By over thirty thousand dollars, some people make thirty thousand dollars. Don't even make thirty thousand dollars a year, uh, but they that's the what you need to survive. 
according to the legislature. On the energy thing, uh, she said that oh, we're not looking to make this happen overnight. But I, uh, if uh, that's what would happen. Now, I, okay, two years from now isn't overnight, but it might as well be in the grand scheme of things. Yes. And it's not happening overnight in the sense that the entire state won't be switching to electricity for energy at the exact same day overnight. But for who you're supposed to be representing, the people. Yes. For individual homeowners... If your furnace goes after January 1st, 2030, this is happening overnight. Yeah. This is a a huge cost that you are going to have to pay right then and there. So I, I get it in the grand scheme of things, this entire switchover isn't happening overnight, but, but for the people you represent, and that goes for every single person in the legislature, it it would happen overnight. You can talk about gradual cost all you want. Sure, you might not switch over your stove and your dryer and your furnace and everything and your car all on the same day. But possibly in the same five years. But there is a big difference between switching out your stove and switching out your whole home heating system. When, okay, okay, you're gradually doing it. One of these things it makes up 80% of the cost of the whole switchover, and that's going to have to happen all at once, once this goes into that's place. That's an expense you're going to feel. So, yeah. yes, it, it will happen all of a sudden for the people in New York. And, and the thing I was trying to illustrate yesterday, I was a little tired yesterday, I apologize. But the thing I was trying to illustrate, um, you know, yeah, it's not overnight, Brian. It's in 2030. But no one's been able to tell me what's on the horizon that wouldn't make the scenario the way it would be today the same in 2030. Right? The scenario as it stands right now, the cost and everything, would be the same January 1st, 2030, as it is December 21st, 2022. And no one on the state level has been, uh, has been able to communicate what is going to change to maybe not make it the drastic expensive change that it seems like in 2022. The idea of tax incentives have been floated. You'd obviously need to incentivize that, but that money's also coming from somewhere here in New York not State. Their, not and, their pay wage. You know, it is just interesting uh, the way things line up. I have the, you know, not a talking head on a political show, not a, a partisan one way or the other, not somebody who is politically charged at all. I have the National Weather Service calling for what they call, quote-unquote, life-threatening cold that could happen alongside power outages happening at the same time the state is saying we should all be heating our homes using electricity. And I'm looking for anybody to say, hey, this might be a problem. I'm not hearing it. Yeah. Uh, we'll go to Chris in Hamburg. 803-0930 if you want to join us uh, today on BMAS and Beamer. All right, hey, Chris, guys, so what's, what's on your mind? Uh, I listened to the, to the interview with, um, with uh, Ms. Stokes and uh, a couple, two things. Um, when you guys were asking her about the, the pay raise, uh, she said she could live without it, but she didn't answer the question at all. If you listen, 
She was very careful on how she worded things. But one thing she didn't say is, I will not be voting for it. She didn't say it either way. So I firmly believe that she will be voting for the pay raise. Um, we had a rep- You guys had a represent- representative on a few days ago this past week. Uh, I won't mention the political party, but he was asked outright. And he said, I will absolutely, absolutely not be voting for it. Um, I just don't think it's the right time. And, and I think we need, we need to focus on more important things. So uh, let's look down the road when, when they do have the vote. Guaranteed she's going to be voting for the pay raise. Um, and then she didn't really have a lot of answers for your questions. I would have thought that somebody who uh, is in her place um, would, would have some answers to what, what we're talking about right now is, you know, switching over to all electric. Um, again, it's, it's kind of said, you know, overnight, not overnight. This, for all intents and purposes, this time will fly by. This is overnight pretty much. And my wife and I make a pretty good living. It's going to be a, a huge cost for us to do this. I can't imagine for the people who are, you know, who are not making what we're making. I mean, we're not rich, but we're not poor by any means. Yeah. Well, Chris, uh, might, might I suggest running for the legislature because they're about to make a pretty penny. Um, thanks for the call. 803-0930 to join us here on WBEN. I, yeah, the, like that part of it is just, <laughs> Joe, I, it, it is, I, I, I'm speechless. My job's to talk on the radio, so it's yes. not, not a great combination. It's but that, not good to be speechless and on the radio. Yeah. I have the National Weather Service saying that there are going to be power outages because of the widespread wind that bring in life-threatening cold. And, and like this is... A scenario, they're calling this a once-in-a-generation storm, but like this is a scenario that would play out, right, where the wind during the winter in western New York would simultaneously cause power outages Seems because to happen. they're not, you know, all of a sudden my um, neighborhood, our power lines aren't going to be buried uh, tomorrow. Or in 2030. You know, they're, they're where they are. The wind causes power outages, and it also, at the same time, causes low temperatures, the wind chill. We call it the wind chill because it's caused by the wind. Yes. The chill is caused by the, it, you know. Also causes the real feel. Self-explanatory. Yeah. The wind chill of life-threatening cold. So the wind is causing the power to go out and the cold to start, and the heat that you would need to survive the life-threatening cold— could be out. Could be out. <laughs> yeah. Because it, we want it all electric. Like that, it, I, I'm just, it, I'm waiting to hear somebody make sense of it to me. It, it doesn't seem to make sense to me. No, and, and you would think, I mean, this is New York State. The majority leader is from Buffalo, right? So those scenarios are, are things she knows about, knows about the wind, knows about how cold it can get. And if you don't have that heat, just how dangerous it can be if you go hours without heat in a buffalo winter. I mean, those are things that aren't going to go away. Those are That will still be here in 2030, um, just to let you know. We'll go to uh, Craig in Niagara Falls. Craig, what's on your mind this morning? Hey, Brian and Joe. Um, Brian, when you were talking to the legislator earlier, you asked the, one of my favorite questions, and, and, I, and I love the way that she danced around the answer on this. You asked her, so there was a... Uh, environmental study about the new Bills Stadium, and it says that the natural gas is not going to cause any effect to that. So this Bills Stadium that is going to be 50, 60 times bigger than a new house built isn't going to have any natural any effect on that using natural gas when my little tiny house will? 
Craig? And, and then she dances around the question. I'm like, she's just dancing around the answer on that one. She's, not, she's like, oh, well, no, that's not what we're saying. No, that's exactly what you're saying. Yep. Craig, it, it's uh, you need for someone, thanks for the call, 803-0930, another line open. I, I need somebody to make sense. Both things can't be true. We have this long study. I call it the War and Peace study. I mean, there's a photo of the county executive holding up the pieces of paper. Like, a lot of work went into this extensive study on how the proposed new build stadium, as it's proposed right now, would impact the environment. And it was determined that there would be no negative environmental impact from this new stadium, despite using natural gas for some heating elements inside what is a massive open-air facility. At the same time, the state is telling me that my home using natural gas would have a significant environmental impact, so we can't use it. Very tiny house. Both can't be true. With insulation in the roof, the roof that the stadium doesn't have. Yes, I, both cannot be true. No, both can't be true. One of them is, one of them isn't. And I, I'm I'm going to lean on the one where I saw the stack of paper. I'm going to lean with the county right now until I see the stack of paper the other way. But I, I, I can't be told two wildly different things and be expected to believe that both of them are true at the same time. No, they can't be. Two things can be true at the same time, but not these two things. Not these two things. There are two things <laughs> that can be true. You know what could be true? That the stadium that the stadium natural gas won't have a major impact on the environment, nor will your house. Those statements can be true. Now, I mean, it would be true that the stadium, compared to every residence in the state of yes. New York, would have a much different environmental impact. That's not what the study said, though. Well, I mean, the study didn't. Oh yeah, wouldn't Never have mind. even breached that topic. You're right, but I, I, I'm being told I have to play by one set of rules, and somebody else isn't. And it's both to the cost of me. At the end of the day, uh, I'm paying for both of it. Bill, you're on WBen. What's going on? What's on your mind today? Good morning. I think you just need to use a little common sense. Uh, there's only so many apples in the bushel. In other words, how much power generation do we have right now? If you take and decide that you want to change everything over to electric, I think you need to talk to the power authority to see if there even is enough electricity to do something like that. Probably not at this time. So consequently, how is it going to work? You're running around in the apples. There's no more apples in the bushel. You're not going to have enough electricity. Besides that, the grid can't handle that much more load on the wires. It comes down to simple physics. And you talk to any good electrician or electrical engineer, and they're going to tell you the exact same thing. You can't change that. And where does the electricity come from? Do the politicians know? Their answer is it's in the wall. They don't understand power generation. They don't understand the the power plants. All they do is they're looking for votes. Look at me. I'm Mr. Green. It's not going to work. You know that as well as I do. Just common sense should tell you that. Well, hey, thanks for the call, Bill. I that uh, common sense is I, I don't need common sense. I because I have a smart thermostat, so I can just be uh, completely without common sense and go yeah. by my day. But my smart thermostat tells me 
during the summer when a lot of people are using electricity uh, that I should cut it back just a little bit. I, when everybody's using electricity for everything, right, especially during the winter, I, you can live without AC. During the winter, when it comes to heat, like uh, we're gonna, we're not gonna let you go past sixty-three today because uh, <laughs> it's an energy rush hour. Uh, like I, I don't need common sense because my thermostat's been telling me this for the last five years. And the only time my neighborhood, my my neighborhood is very good, Joe. I'm not that worried about this storm okay. coming up. Good because we don't. And watch it happen now that I'm, uh, you know, no. there it is. I'll do one of those because uh, we. I may it might have happened once before, but if it ever happens, it's fixed like that. We seldom, like if ever, lose power because oh. of wind. You are right? losing power this weekend. <laughs> uh, but like it hardly ever happens right. in my neighborhood. <laughs> I, I I shouldn't have even said it out loud. But the only times before, like we've uh, a few times, the only times we have lost power, hot days. In the summer, yep. when everyone is using electricity, like that is more likely to cause a power outage in my neighborhood than the windstorm that we're getting now. So the thought of putting more that strain and, in the winter, and I live in a neighborhood, by the way, where you know I I have AC in my home. We have a lot of older homes. A lot of them don't. So a lot of them aren't running AC. Everybody's running heat. Everybody has some form of heat that they're running in uh, their home. I, I I can see it happening. I, I I have that Peyton Manning vision into uh, the not too distant future where this is going to happen. And then what? I mean, that's that's the, that's the question. So say say I'm wrong because I do think this is not going to happen in 2030. I, I think this is a sound, good, feel good legislation that gets picked apart in the next seven years. But say I'm wrong and it happens in 2030. Then what happens in that situation? What happens when the first time you know for the first time a neighborhood is out of uh, electricity because everyone was running their heat and now we have people freezing. What's the backup? It's not gas. It's not gas powered generator because that's outlawed too. You know what's the next move? Um, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see uh, what it is. I mean, you could still use your generator. You got one of those things uh, going. You fill that up uh, at the gas station. Make sure and, you keep uh, it though, because and get it going. <laughs> keep it. Um, you know. I don't know. It just doesn't all seem to. The thing that does add up, though, I I was able to add up some things. Lawmakers going to give themselves a pay raise because they do want to switch over uh, right. their home. And $30,000 a year, that'll cover, I think, uh, you switching over overnight to a, a new uh, way to heat your home. Can we vote on our own pay raise here? Mm, wouldn't that I'm, be sweet? I missed that meeting. Wouldn't that be sweet? That would be very nice. Um, they did say we deserve to make as much as uh, the broadcasters in New York City. <laughs> I heard that. Which I will say, n- no. <laughs> I mean, like, it just, that's not how the world works. Uh, you, Beam as and Beamer, you can join us, 803-0930. We'll be back after the news on WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, 
You deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So we are back on WBEM. Brian Mazrowski with Joe Beamer and uh, talking about what you're talking about. A lot on this energy switch going on in New York State. Trying to get some answers for you this morning. Uh, we'll go back to the phones. 803-0930 if you want to join us on WBEM. Paul. What are you thinking when you hear about some of the switches happening here? Well, good morning, gentlemen. Merry Christmas to start off. Merry and Christmas yes, Merry to you. Christmas, you know, Paul. I hope it's a good one, Paul, and you're not uh, stuck somewhere in the wind and snow. No, I'll be home making food that nobody's going to eat when they can't show up. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, I agree with Joe. This is never going to happen. And if it does happen, there's a real simple concept that um, – Western New Yorkers, Americans have seemed to forgot. Just say no, okay? This is the tail wagging the dog. I don't know how these people sit in Albany in their um, crystal palace and make these decisions for us, and we just sit here dutifully and say, oh, yes, okay, thank you very much. I'll spend fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 to retrofit my house just so that you can look good like a greenie. Um, it's ridiculous. We have more power than any of us imagine by just simply saying no. If you don't go along with this and they see that people are not going to accept this, this will never happen. You know, Paul, uh, thanks for the call. Uh, it would be a good time to become extra handy and uh, learn your way around your own furnace <laughs> and get to know uh, your uh, repairmen and everything like that. Because if you buy one from a different state or something like that, uh, work around when this does happen. If this does happen, as uh, Joe, you've mentioned, which I, I do tend to think that you are right. That's what my gut would say. Right, that I, this will go forward, but then as you get closer to the date, you know, it's like, well, we're not going to actually implement this for another year, yeah. another two years. I, I that my gut tells me that is what is going to happen, uh, but you know, maybe it is the time to get a little handy. It's something we'll talk about, and something something technically will go into place, right? But it will be like the phases during COVID where uh, Governor Cuomo kept adding things. Well, not till then, not till then. That's how I see this unrolling in 2030. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, the storm. I, if you listen to Andy Parker this morning, uh, what did you think about what he had to say with the storm? Because I, I don't know how I'm feeling about this, Joe. Okay. I, on one hand, I don't see it impacting me much. We go through great troubles to make sure that we have a relatively quiet Christmas 
and, and time, that we don't have to do too much travel on Christmas. I mean, there's really only the whole weekend one place where we have to go out and like physically go to. We, I mean, we have people coming into our house for a number of things, but we don't have to travel them. I don't think it'll have that much of an impact. I, it's more just the like, uh, really. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like that's the feeling I'm getting. Yes, I mean I'm hoping on Christmas Eve that I'm I still can go through with my plans for the Bills game, Brian. That's really all I've uh, got at top of my list. Um, but it, it's one of those things. Just uh, it's snow. It, it, it's if if at the very least it's going to be a hassle. You know what I mean? Like I'm not ready to say I'm not doing anything on uh, Saturday or Sunday. Like I'm not there. I'm not saying that. Um, it's going to be a hassle, you know, and maybe I do my final Christmas shopping tomorrow, not Friday, uh, stuff like that. But I think more it's going to be more of a hassle than anything. Um, you know, this reminds me of 2017. Now, 2017, if you didn't get up early Christmas morning, you're probably saying, Joe, what are you talking about? But 2017, the storm that I meant to talk about yesterday and then because I was very tired, um, I was convinced that I meant 2001. I meant 2017, and that was a big sp- half your lifetime. You got it off, yes, by, uh, not by much. A few years off, you know. If it was the showcase showdown. I would have been over, um, but that was a storm that hit at the uh, on Christmas Eve night, and I had to be at the station at five, and it was awful outside. So much so, we were doing interviews at the top of the hour during the music. Um, but you know, the 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 the, the roads were treated t- in a timely fashion. Um, it, it kind of makes me think something like that, you know. Hey, it's gonna you're gonna be able to get where you want to go. It's just gonna be a hassle. That's how I view it. But I'm always more optimistic, Brian. So maybe that's just me ignoring the other other statistics. Or hey, maybe we'll all just have to stay in and watch TV. And yeah, we'll see the hassle. Nothing's worse than a hassle around Christmas. And like for you, it's really gonna be a hassle because you are gonna have to get the snowblower out. I mean, that's gonna yeah. happen on Christmas weekend. I don't like I don't know what I do in that like if it really is exactly what they're saying where you, we get the snow and then it's just blowing all over the place I when do you get the snowblower out because if it's just continuing to blow right back I you know what do you do in that <laughs> scenario like there's not much you can do right. I, I might wait a while as you're snow blowing the right behind you it's filling in it might be christmas morning yeah like that i I don't want that or it's just blowing right back in my face that happens a lot oh jeez. um we'll go to david david in uh buffalo david are are you uh by the way first off how you taking in this news of the storm what's your plan for the weekend all right what you got for us david um listen the people, the, these people are um, representatives. You know, they're not leaders. They're representatives. They're supposed to represent us, and they don't seem to tell us, ask us what we want. You know, David, thank you for the call, and I like this point. And there is a very because we we use the word officials, leaders, representatives almost uh, interchangeably, right? Like there's no difference between the two, but there is a difference. And it should be a representative. Uh, And they should be looking at the concerns of individual people. And, you know, to an extent here, uh, and thank you again for the call, this is what acting like a leader looks like versus acting like a representative. And you can decide 
what you want. And that's up to each individual person, each individual voter, everyone who's a resident here. This is trying to act like a leader in saying that this is the vision for the future, where we should go, and this is where you know we're going to go. A representative would not be doing that. You'd be going to your constituents, figuring out, hey, okay, here's one idea of you know what we could do to move forward. What do you think? Uh, how is this going to impact you? What does everybody think about this idea? Yes. And then, well, as your representative, I'll take what I hear and bring that to the greater body of representatives from all across the state. And, yeah, it does seem to be a little bit of a mismatch between the two of what I think in a lot of people's minds should be going on and what actually is going on. Yeah. No, and, you know, in the assembly of all places, Brian, you should have more of that opinion. You have the districts around the state are so small for uh, members of the assembly. You would really think that they could get a good feel of what their constituents or the majority of their constituents want or feel about certain legislation. But instead, it's, well, no, this is the thing. And don't you want to feel good about being green and helping the environment? Well, I'd like to be warm in the winter. Yeah. I'm, uh, by the way, if if I was in government right now, I think you should run. I would definitely give myself a raise if that was an option. <laughs> Me too. Because I feel like I'd kind of be stupid not to. Like, yes. hey, you can just vote yourself a raise and no one's going to stop you. And right. then you would just instantly, starting next year, make 30000 like an entire person's salary more. Yeah. Yeah, I would probably say yes to that. Um, does it mean that it's a good thing? No, but again, that's why I'm here and not in government. You know, I, I asked this question of someone on Hardline before, and I, of course it was, a, I forgot who it was, so I don't want to say anything, but, um, you know, why can't stuff like this be on the ballot, right? We have all these proposals on the ballot. Hey, you want us to do this, this, and that? Hey, do you think we should deserve a raise? Because as we know, they don't have to stick to the answer, but it would be nice to know how the voter feels about members in Albany getting a raise. I think that would be a very interesting question to put on the 24 ballot. The raise would, in my opinion, I I think bring people uh, more distant from what they actually... I mean, imagine you're now going to make, after this raise, $142,000 a year in parts of the state where the average annual income might be a quarter of that maybe like yes you are going to look at something like this new energy policy a lot differently than you should as a representative of the people in your district because your experience is not going to be that of the people you represent who make thirty thousand dollars a year and are now all of a sudden within a decade possibly faced with this a big dilemma of having to spend over a third of that yeah. to switch over what they already had inside of their house. Sean in Elma, you're on WBEN. I mean, Sean, I listen, I have to be honest here. As much as we'll sit here and say, why are they doing this? If I could just give myself a raise right now, I think I would. So would I. Good morning, gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> 
What's going on? What are you thinking about this? Well, I got a question here. I've heard a couple of news broadcasts where they're discussing this raise, and and they always throw in there plus their per diem. Do you guys have any idea what their per diem is? Ooh. And is that only when they're in Albany? You bring up a, a pretty good point. Their local neighborhood. Sean, I, I like that uh, question, and thank you. That's something. We'll look into that, the per diem and what happens. Now, there is a difference. You know, I bring up New Jersey, and this is – I have to dig a little bit more into the different rules in different states. Um, I believe the proposed pay raise for New York legislators would cap outside income at $35,000. So they could make up to an additional $35,000 a year. Um, you know, you're getting close to $200,000 at the end of it. Uh, most do not come close to that line when it comes to outside income and what would be allowed. In New Jersey, they pay their legislators $49,000 a year, which is still a pretty nice salary. Uh, but I don't know if they have that same cap uh, of outside income and what they're allowed to make. So that's something I do have to look into in terms of right what exactly this would have in terms of total bottom line money taken in pay allowed. Because, yeah, there are those things, you know, food, travel, these per diem expenses. Yeah, the travel to uh, Albany. You, you hear a lot of people who get these uh, things that talk about a lot. Hey, if you just uh, don't waste your entire per diem, <laughs> you know, you can use that as living money, not just for your trip, but for your week. What are we doing here? Like, we should run for office. You right. know what I mean? Go ahead. 142,000? Have fun with that. 142,000? Don't count on me to knock on any doors for you. Sorry. Oh, thanks. Just not putting thanks. in the work. I thought... <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why would I ever do that? $142,000. You know, and I want to go back to that thing talking about being a representative. It's it's very difficult when you have a state where the median income is 35000 the household income is 71000 It is difficult to relate to someone making 35000 when you're making one forty two and say, well, I was mm-hmm. able to do this. Oh, I was able to, to put up with, you know, it's the same people, Brian, that are saying inflation, uh, not that big of a deal. You know, it's not that bad. Yeah, not for you. But if someone's making $30,000, inflation has been bad. Yeah. It, it just it, it puts it in perspective. That's why I say no matter who the president is, they shouldn't be making rules about cars because they're not they, allowed to drive. They, yeah, they can't I, drive I, a you car. You can't uh, be somebody who has not driven a car on a road for decades yeah. and make rules about cars not necessarily because it would be good or bad but just because you you don't have experience. the experience right you, you want somebody with real world experience of what it's like we'll go to I, nick in buffalo nick you're on wbem what's going on hey good morning thanks very much for taking my call i appreciate it um so i was listening to that whole interview this morning while dropping my kid off at school with, with uh, crystal people stokes and i was waiting for somebody to ask the question and I, and I didn't hear it asked. Maybe I missed it. But the, they're re- voting to raise their salaries 30%. The current inflation rate is 9 Where's the other 21 coming from if Crystal People Stokes equated it to a cost of living increase? Nick, I, I, I wish I, I knew that answer. But let me uh, throw this question back at you. You could give yourself a pay increase now and uh, say, well, it's a cost of living increase. And you get to make up the number. Would you stop at nine? I'll be very honest with you. With my cost of living increase this year, I requested nine. You, but, but uh, all right, you, you can request nine. If you got to make the rules, 
I'm trying to keep us all honest because I say, as much as we don't like it, you put me in that position. <laughs> I'm going to bump my pay. That's why I'm not going to run for office. So, <laughs> what do, what so would what you do? Saying is that, so what you're saying is absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I, I think maybe the rules should be changed, and thanks for the call, that you shouldn't be able to just say, hey, you know what? Yeah, well, we get a little more. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if, if we had the power for our in, our income, but that's why maybe, like you said, Brian, maybe the rules should change. 183 per day, by the way, will be the um, what legislature, leg, legislators can make daily for their trips to Albany. That's pretty nice. 183 how, a day? How much is a, a tank of gas? Yeah. I don't get paid <laughs> not to, at 183. I don't get yet. paid a travel expense to, to, to drive here every morning. <laughs> yet yet just say it's so and maybe it'll happen but no i you want to make sense of it in so many things that don't quite make sense right that we're uh talking about here when it comes to the heating the gas at the stadium versus your home uh power outage with bitter cold while we want all the heat to run off of electricity like nothing seems to really add up to just somebody uh, you know, a regular person looking at this. The things that do add up, I understand why you are not going to be that concerned about switching over all the appliances in your home uh, and being forced to spend more for your energy bill when you're giving yourself a $30,000 a year raise. Like, that makes sense to me. It's not the concern of the people making the rules because the rules don't have as big of an impact as them, we, we've distanced the representative from the people that they're representing. If we don't live the same way, you can't expect us to have. I, Joe, and I will say, I don't think about things the same way as many other people do, right? I, we're all in different positions. You can't expect people the same, but that's why it's so important to listen to yep. people. And why we were saying yesterday. That it shouldn't be the case that these rules are going to pass that will impact uh, just about every single homeowner in the state of New York and 90% of people don't know about it. Uh, people should know about it. It should be up to representatives to find a way to inform the people. I I'm not going to put this on New Yorkers to be paying attention to the news. You've got enough going on in your life. That should be the job. Inform the people what's going on. What's the idea? What do you think about it? Let me take that real reaction and implement that and not just go about with the whatever. As you said yesterday, Brian, the tactics you use to get my attention during the campaign season should be the tactics you use to get my attention when something is happening that I need to be made aware of, something that's actually going to affect my life. Yeah, it's easy for, uh, I mean, Uber. You know, they, they allow ride sharing here. Unless you're working in the cab industry. <laughs> you know, like this, it does not impact yes. every day. This could impact everybody who owns a home yep. and everybody who rents because eventually that cost gets put down to you. Yes. 100%. Um, and, and, you know, you might end up with like a wood burning stove. You're going to have to like go out to the wood pile if you rent an apartment. Like, yeah, we're uh, just with this on the horizon, we're switching. <laughs> I would love that in my apartment, by the way. Like back when I had my own apartment, wood burning stove. a wood burning stove apartment, I wouldn't have to do like all the maintenance. They would provide the wood, and I would just, you know, get to have that. I would love that. 
Like anyone it. renting out there with a wood-burning stove? I like wood-burning stoves. I would recommend that apartment to anyone. Hey, I want a friend living there so I can visit. Before we get out, uh, this is our last show before Christmas. And it Brian, is? Yes. Show together before Christmas. And I just want to say, Brian, Merry Christmas. It's uh, a pleasure to work with you every morning. And uh, I look forward to doing that after Christmas and beyond. Well, Merry Christmas. I'm going to have to figure out what to do tomorrow now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I'll be back here tomorrow. What are you doing? I'll be in for Bowerly. All right. And then I'll be solo on this show Friday. Um, and uh, we will uh, talk to you then. Beamaz and Beamer on WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 